each and every one of you this morning. If you, if you have your Bibles, uh, we'll be in the book of Hosea, uh, chapter 10 uh, this morning. Uh, Hosea, uh, chapter 10, uh, we'll be reading uh, verse 12. Hosea, uh, chapter 10, uh, verse 12. When you get to Hosea, chapter 10, verse 12, Please stand this morning uh, to pay reverence to the reading of the Word of God. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. And the Word of God says this. It says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, till He come and rain righteousness upon you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we... Uh, thank you for the many blessings you blessed in our life uh, this week, Lord, and in our lifetime, Lord. We just thank you for the uh, for the people that make up this church. We pray, Lord, that you'll watch over us and, and continue to lead, guide, and direct us. We thank you for the Scripture, Lord, and we pray uh, that we can uh, follow you in all things and obey you, Lord, and preach. Thus saith the Word of God this morning. Continue to help us, lead, guide, and direct us, and Lord, we we pray that we can uh, lead a lost soul to you before it's everlasting too late. In Jesus' name, I ask. Amen. Now, you can be seated. In Hosea uh, chapter 10, verse 12, uh, if, you've, if you've ever been to very many, I would say, two revivals in your life, you have probably heard uh, this particular piece of Scripture preached revivals. I, I've heard this Scripture preached uh, um, uh, numerous times. Uh, I've never had the opportunity to preach it that I know of, uh, uh, but God led us this way this morning, and we want to take uh, just a moment uh, uh, to look at a particular piece in the Scripture and focus on some of the thoughts that we've uh, th- thought of this week, the Lord being our helper. But we see that uh, Hosea here is writing, or, or has this uh, written about uh, about in the book of Hosea, that uh, to sow to yourselves uh, in righteousness, to pretty much to work and to plant. It says to reap in mercy. Uh, but it gets to this particular piece that is a lot of times very heavily focused on in different scriptures and different messages is uh, break up your fallow ground, uh, for it is time to seek the Lord. And uh, if we do a little bit of studying on breaking up that fallow ground, we, we pretty much know that that is uh, bringing out oxen. They used oxen at this particular time. Uh, and they would go out and they would break up the field. And this fallow ground uh, is a field uh, that has been laid a waste, uh, hasn't been used. It's something that has not been stirred up in quite some time. So we want to take uh, uh, just a little of your time this morning to think about uh, uh, oxen and, and breaking up that ground. But first, I'd like to think about, just for a moment, uh, Christianity as a whole, uh, our church as a whole, you as a whole, uh, a lot of us symbolically know one symbol. We, we know the cross. We do. We, we, we have it as jewelry that we wear. We have it on shirts. We have it on signs. Uh, we know the cross, even the Christian flag with a cross on it. Uh, we know the symbolic nature of the cross and what it means. And uh, I believe each and every one of us can stand up and say, yes, uh, we like to see the cross on top of a steeple. We like to see the cross displayed in front of the church. Uh, In the church, the cross uh, is Christ, but in so many ways, uh, that is part of the equation. Uh, The cross means certain things to us. Now, uh, the cross being that great symbol, uh, it it means in so many ways that uh, uh, it is a symbol of the Christian movement. It is 
that commitment. But if we look at another fold of that, we know that the cross is so symbolic to us, uh, and it shows us uh, symbolic uh, Christian dedication. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself uh, and take up his cross and follow me. That's, that's easy to understand. That's easy for us to know. Uh, but the other side of this is the other symbol is the yoke. Now, it's not a symbol that a lot of us like to see. I don't believe I've ever walked into a church uh, and they have a yoke, uh, a picture of a yoke or, or a yoke outside on the sign or a yoke on the flag or a, a yoke on a shirt. I, I, I believe that you could question yourself. I, I would challenge you uh, to find something Christian-like that has a yoke on it. You say, Zach, why, why are you focusing so much on a yoke? Well, that's the other side of the equation. We see a commitment to Christ by uh, taking up our cross, but we also see uh, uh, take up upon you and learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Uh, Jesus lays down for us to pick up the yoke. And in the scripture that we see today, it says, break up your fellow ground uh, for it is time to serve the Lord. Uh, uh, how do you think we have to break up the ground? Uh, now this is ground that's probably difficult to break up. It's not easy. I don't know if you've ever uh, plowed up ground that's been been laying waste or been compacted a lot or, or just sitting around, but a lot of times uh, that ground is more difficult to get tilled or to tear it up more uh, than ground that you use consistently. Uh, what it's trying to tell us is you're going to have a difficult time uh, uh, getting up this ground to tear up this ground, uh, and we're going to have to break up the fallow ground, so we're going to have to get out the yoke, uh, we're going to have to get out the oxen, uh, and we're going to have to go to work, church. Uh, if we want the Spirit of God to be with us, if we want to uh, worship Him in spirit and truth if we want to uh, go to church if we want to worship if we back up about a month ago uh, we want this place to be a place of worship uh, sometimes we have to do things that are hard and sometimes we have to serve the lord in ways that is not comfortable uh, when you read about the yoke of jesus christ uh, that should be what everybody in here wants uh, we want the yoke of jesus upon us uh, but when you hear the word yoke uh, it means work <laughs> it means something that is not easy it means that serving the lord is something sometimes hard, but what great benefits, how much do we reap from serving the Lord? Break up your fallow ground. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. The yoke is a wooden harness, and I believe everybody knows what a yoke looks like. If you don't, please go home and look up a picture of a yoke. But when you see a yoke, you usually see two oxen tied together, and there's a yoke, and it ties them together, and a beautiful the beauty of that is so much in that yoke is how they work together and how they go together. The cross and the yoke symbolize for us two different aspects, okay? There's two different things. There's a yoke and there's a cross. The cross is an instrument of death. The, the yoke is an implement of toil. The cross is a symbol of sacrifice. The, the yoke is a symbol of service. We have two different things that we have to know. We know that the cross uh, suggests blood and the yoke suggests sweat. There are two different parts of Christianity, and I'm not trying to split them up. I'm trying to tell you that they go together today. We know the cross, but so many people neglect the yoke. There is sweat, there is work, there is dedication. There are so many parts 
to that yoke that we have to realize as Christians that we have to take on upon ourselves. Uh, now, there are certain lessons that can be learned from a yoke, and there are certain lessons that will look that take my yoke upon you and learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's in Matthew chapter 11, uh, uh, 29 through 30. And we're going to break that apart a little bit this morning and help us understand the yoke and what it means to us. The first part of the yoke that I believe is important is submission. You have to, the, when the oxen gets the yoke put on, do you think that if the oxen pitched a fit, didn't let the yoke get put on them, do you think it'd be easy to put a, a large instrument like that upon the front of an oxen and get it on them if it didn't cooperate? In so many ways, the oxen has to cooperate. It has to uh, be ready to, to go out and work. And when, they're, when, they, when the yoke is put upon them, uh, uh, yes, they go to work, but they are coupled together. In so many ways, the church today, our members today, we have to be ready to submit, to, to be ready to work. We have to uh, be coupled together. And once again, back it up to the last few weeks of, of messages. Uh, we got to put up with each other in so many ways. Two oxen coupled together, uh, uh, they work at the same speed. They work in certain ways. And I want you to realize something today, that this person, this Christian, has to willingly submit to Christ. We have to submit to His teachings, what He wants us to do. It's not always fun. It's not always easy. But the first part that we see with the yoke upon the oxen is we have to submit. Absolutely, Lord, use us. We don't, have, we don't need to, to back up and say, no, we, we can't fulfill this part. We, we can't sing. We can't teach. We can't do this. We can't do that. Uh, there are so many people that doubt themselves in the church. Uh, they do not submit to Jesus Christ and everything doesn't work. If you have one oxen that decides not, that he doesn't want to work today, it's not going to get done. The church house today... If there's people within the church house that didn't come to worship, if they didn't come to, to follow Him, if they didn't come with any kind of prayer, any kind of want, any kind of desire, any kind of spiritualness about them, everybody else suffers. It's the same way with the oxen put together with, that, with this particular piece of instrument here. The yoke is designed to have people work together. They have to submit. The next thing, we have to have submission, but the next thing is... Take my yoke upon you and submit. And the next thing is, and learn of me. That's obedience. We have to be obedient to what God wants us to do. The yoke suggests submission to a master who must have obeyed. He must be obeyed. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liketh unto them a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Praise the Lord. Today, if we want to follow Jesus Christ, if we want to build upon this house on the rock, the solid rock of foundation, if you go back and you read that comparison, one built his house upon the sand, one built his house upon the rock, one built his house upon the world, one built his house upon the Lord, one of them stood and one of them fell and it was a great fall the bible tells us so we know that as this yoke as we work together in christ as we are obedient to him uh, we have to submit we have to be obedient to him and follow what he tells us to do is that easy no that's why it's called a yoke <laughs> it's not called a string <laughs> it's not going to put a string on you and let you walk around it is a yoke we need to be prepared to come to the house of God and work. It's exact, 
that doesn't sound like fun. And I'll tell you, yesterday afternoon, I, I, I've been doing some things. I, I was sore from this week doing some stuff, and I had to crawl around under my house and hook up some stuff. I did not look forward to that. I was getting ready yesterday morning to go down there. And I said, I got to get under that house and I've got to work and I'm sore all over in here and I got to crawl under that house. And did I want to do it? No, I didn't after I thought about it for a while, but did I do it? Yeah, I had to go down there and do it. As we come to church, there are certain things that we do not want to do. Uh, we are not comfortable uh, maybe talking to people. We are not uh, comfortable. Okay, now Keith will want to eat and he'll, everybody bring the food to Keith now. But in certain ways, there's so many things we don't want to do that are difficult. And I'm just picking at him. But we have, to, we have to realize that as a church today, we have a yoke to take. We do. We have a load to carry. If you've been, in, if you've been a Christian a while, your, your yoke's getting loaded. You may not be pulling it. You may not be doing anything with it, but your yoke is there. And you may be letting it sit there a lot. You may not be submissive. You may not be obedient. The next part is you have to be service-minded. You have to be ready. You have to be thinking, my burden is light. Now, uh, compared to the burden in my own life, uh, the yoke of the Lord is easy. I just talked about crawling around under a house, you know. That, that is way harder than what the Lord gives me to do. It really is. Even my, my 40-hour-a-week job is way easier than the work the Lord gives me. Going and spreading the gospel and love, spreading love. How difficult is that? We have to go out and tell people that we love them. We have to tell people that the Lord loves you too. And we treat that like a burden. We do. If we had a volunteer to go out and line up and go out on a certain day and go knock on doors, I guarantee most of you wouldn't show up. I ain't never asked y'all. But I guarantee most of you wouldn't come. You said, I ain't going to go knock on no door. I need people to come in and, and do certain things. Now, I'm not trying to knock y'all down and try to be mean, but I'm just trying to tell you the truth. I've been in church long enough to know uh, uh, that the yoke of the Lord, uh, uh, having this service mind, having a work thought process, uh, I've seen the work days with the men of the church supposed to show up and work on the church. Hey, there's 40 men in the church, you get three. I don't understand that. Serving the Lord, doing things for God becomes so difficult for people. They, they can't give up a couple of hours in a certain part of their day. Their schedule becomes way too much. I, I can't handle this. And once again, I'm not trying to knock anybody in particular. I've been in church long enough to know people don't like sometimes to serve the Lord. Now, I have been to sometimes where there's a 75, 80%, 100% of people show up and be dedicated. That's not very often, but I've seen it. Do we serve the Lord? Do we submit? Do we obey? Do we have a service mind? And you know the best part about this is, is that fourth and final thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover, and that's fellowship. You say, Zach, you was pretty tough on them first, but yeah, the fellowship's a lot better. Everybody likes to go down the fellowship hall and eat, Keith. Everybody likes that. Everybody likes it when, when there's a work day and there's only two or three people show up and there's 40 people and they look around and say, where's everybody else at? That's not good fellowship. Now, when it's good is when everybody gets together and focuses and we have fellowship. We have a good time. There is a good time in the Lord when we fellowship together. What do you think a yoke does to two oxen? 
They together. The one one steps, guess what the other one's got to do? The other one's got to step. If the other one gets lazy, hey, the other one's going to have to get lazy. If the other one works hard, the other one's going to have to pick up the face. The, the good thing about serving the Lord is when we yoke ourselves together as, as believers truly to get to the, today, if you truly worship yourself, as you yoke yourself together, you are going to become a better Christian if you pick somebody that's more, more powerful than you are, you should. You should want to yoke yourself together. Boy, I love the way that they pray. Boy, I love the way that they, that they follow the Lord. Boy, I love the way that they know certain things about the Bible that I don't know. Yoke yourself to them. Yoke yourself to somebody. Uh, get close to somebody. A fellowship with them. A relationship will grow and you will become better because of it. And they will too. Do you realize that they don't ever hook that oxen to one thing normally? They have a yoke that hooks up and then things pull it together. You know why? Because that one little oxen ain't going to do a whole lot. But when you hook up two oxen or something other, you get the job done. They'll work together. They'll do what they need to do. It is the same way in the church house today. All over this thing, we have to fellowship together and realize that you are not alone. You're not. Have I felt lonely before? Yeah. You ain't got to lie to yourself. Every one of you has felt lonely before. Every one of you has felt like you are the only one that's trying to do certain things. But when we yoke ourselves, when we work together as a church, as a community, then we know we're not alone. We know we're not alone because we get a text, we get a phone call, we show up, we love each other, we smile, we have a good time, we joke, we pick at each other. We are yoked together. We love each other. Paul spoke of this loyal yoke fellow. A yoke harnesses two animals together. One of them does not have to pull the load alone. In the church today, I don't have to pull it alone. I know I don't. I've got people within this church that love me enough that I believe if I called and said something's going on, they'd pray. I believe if I had something going on in my life that I needed prayer for, I could call a number of people within this church and they'd pray for me. If I seen them out and I was having a hard time, I believe that they would support me in prayer. Now, as we follow Jesus and take up this yoke, as well as our cross, both of them, we're serving the Lord. Now, you can take that cross, which is the symbol of death, which is you'll, you'll go all the way to the end, but that yoke goes right with it. Will you work? Will you bring that sweat? Will you bring determination? Will you uh, bring certain things to the table that will make everybody better? As we struggle to focus on Christ and take the yoke upon us, we have to remove the yoke that's already there. Do y'all realize that before you take the yoke of Jesus Christ that you've already got a yoke upon you? Of the world? Of sin? Do you think it's easy to remove the yoke off yourself? It's not. Taking the yoke of the world off ourselves is not easy, but it's able to do it. In Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, and it says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Y'all realize today that if you want the yoke removed off you from the world, it takes Jesus. If you want the world to become way easier, and I'm telling you that the yoke of Jesus Christ is a whole lot easier yoke than you're going to find out in the world. That 40-hour work job, that side projects you got going on in your life is way harder than anything you're going to do for the Lord. 
You say, Zach, working for the Lord is hard. Yeah, it is. But I work a 40-hour week some weeks. I, I do certain things. I work for the Lord's a lot easier. Getting up here, preaching to y'all, this is, a, this is a lot easier than anything I do to try to support my family. Jesus loves us. He makes the work so easy. He loved us enough that He laid down His life to die for us. Imagine serving somebody that loved you enough to die for you. That's what He's asking us to do. Take this yoke. Take this burden. Take this work. What kind of work can be better than following the Lord? As we submit, we obey, we follow service, we get fellowship. We're going to go down in a minute, we're going to fellowship. Ain't it good when we get that end result? All those things line up, we get fellowship. All those things line up for us, we get to be around each other. Even though some of you may not like me, and I really don't care. (laughs) I'm here anyway. I love y'all. Can we fellowship? Can we love each other? We think of the cross in so many ways. And we know that the cross is symbolic to so much. But as this week goes by, I hope that we think about the yoke. I hope that we think about what we can do. How we can fellowship. How we can submit. How we can obey. As I get a verse of of some song ready this morning, I hope that each and every one of us has considered in so many ways how we've served Jesus this week. How we focused on, on following Him. How we've said, Lord, I want to take Your yoke. Lord, I want to take the burdens that You place in my life. Lord, I, I want to forget about all the things I've got going on. My job, my, my projects, my certain things going on. Even my family. Lord, I want to focus certain time on You. I want to take the yoke of Jesus and place it upon myself. How can we serve this week? How can we serve this month? How can we do certain things in our life that we follow Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, church, I fall short a lot of times. I know that I do. I don't have to reflect on myself. I don't have to write down all of my failures because I know it could get really long. But as this week goes on, can we think of how we can serve the Lord, how we can take the yoke of Jesus upon ourselves? As we stand, what page you got? 370.